So, so why do you get you mad? Have, Don't be. You ashamed. have golden retriever energy right now. I do. I'm ex- I'm I'm excited. That's palpable. What? Go shave your balls. Using our promo code for Manscape. Fun. <laughs> Manscape lawnmower 3.0. I've seen the ads. <laughs> This is gonna be this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun one. This is gonna be quick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thanks for everyone for coming in and joining us, listening to us. We got Amanda, we got Brian, we got Antonio, we got myself. W- what are we? The four of us. Quadrilateral. The quadrilateral. That's a new one. Every combination has something. We have the tripod. Are we a rhombi? Are we a <laughs> Square? Are we a rectangle? Who knows? But we are a quadrilateral. We're we're fluid. So tonight we're gonna do a movie. No. Yes, I know we're doing a fun movie, and everyone knows what it is. But I like to tease it just a little bit. <laughs> All right. We're actually we're we're doing our first Will Ferrell movie. I think. Right. <gasps> Don't make me be wrong. Am I wrong? Think. Honestly, I'm not sure, but it was really painful. To listen to you talk about Steve Carell for nearly an hour before you realized we had already done a Steve Carell. That was it was it was thirty seconds. That was a bit. Thirty seconds. It was not. Or yes, it was well, a bit. His 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 showing his lack of knowledge only lasted thirty seconds. But we were definitely deep into the already Steve Carell talk. Yeah, we were. Yeah, that was my bad. He really needed this one. To show that he could <laughs> listen, there was a gap, okay, between 06 and 2011. That's five years of doing shitty movies. You needed that one. It was a rebound. Mm, okay. Anyhow, so the movie we're doing tonight is 2006's Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. The movie premiered on August 4, 2006, 15 years ago, on Brandon's 16th birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, Brandon. Wait, Happy birthday, Brandon. Year? What year? 2006? Gross. He turned hey. 16 in 2006? Yes. Rude. No, that's not rude because I would have been 21. I was 21 the day before. And I was 16. Y'all a bunch of old fucks. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. that. You know, that's you, that big dick. Have, you, you, have, you, have you ever heard this, this saying? The older the buck, the harder the horn. <laughs> wow. Oh. There's like limit on that though. There's a cap. Is that from the fifties or what? Yeah, my my my, <laughs> my 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 friend Jay says it, and he has little like countryisms, and we always make fun of them. But that's one of them. Another good one is if you see a turtle on a fence post, you know he had help. <laughs> that is a Jay thing. I've heard him say that one before. Yeah, he uses that in real life. It's not ironic. So we were premiered on August fourth, two thousand six, fifteen years ago. Uh, sure it was your birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Thank Aww, you, Ryan. Oh, oh! Thank Wait, you. I'll Monday, send you right? a bottle, right? Oh, hell's yeah, my man! I, don't, I didn't get you anything. That's all right. I got you something, my man. I got you my half of the mortgage payment. Hey, I'll take Ooh, that. It is that's due. worth more than its weight in gold. Exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, the movie had a seventy million dollar budget and brought in guess guess how much money this movie brought in on a seventy million dollar budget? Two fifty. No. One hundred and seventy-seven million. <gasps> Amanda, this is your bit. A hundred and a hundred and no, I'm not going to do my bit. I don't have bits. One hundred and fifty thousand. I mean, one hundred fifty. One hundred fifty thousand million. <laughs> I mean, you might as well just say one dollar. One hundred thousand. 
150 million. So the closest without going over is Amanda. The movie made 165 million dollars. God, you were so close, Antonio. And so we're doing prices right rules. I'm not actually sure if this is a movie that everyone here actually really, really loves. But I think one of the reasons why this movie is so talked about, because it's a staple of like the 2000s. Like this was like the golden era of like Will Ferrell comedy movies. So that leads us to the question of the week. You, you ready? You ready? Did you just you ready? like read my comment on the section right below that and then just use it as part of why we're no, doing I'm, this movie? I'm using my outline because I printed this out before you even put in your stuff. So so you mean like five minutes ago? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so question of the week. No. Is this the most quoted movie in the last 15 years? Ooh. How old's Wedding Crashers? How old is Anchorman? 16 years. Anchorman was in 2008. I'm sorry, Anchorman oh. was 2004. I was way off on that. So that's 16 years. So in the last 15 years, Anchorman does not count. Okay. Well, Ryan, do you have examples bad. for us? Would you guys like some examples? Mean Girls? Oh, no, 04. That's too, yeah. too oh far below. Oh, my God. 04 that's what I said. In the last 15 years, 04 was a hell of a year. Wedding oh, Crashers is ineligible. That was my freshman year of college. All right. Wedding Crashers is ineligible? Is no, because ineligible. if that, that would be. That would have been the answer. All right. Step Brothers. No. That one's pretty no. good. Um, Not as quotable, though. All right. I'm going to be honest. I didn't have anything prepared for that. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, wow. I thought you guys were just going to fight me on this. And be like, well, we did, uh, and all the movies are too old. I, I, really, I really think that it is. And I say this because... There's a lot of this stuff that I use on a daily basis and for, have for just completely forgotten that it came from Talladega Nights. And I was going to say, I'd never seen this movie in its entirety before this week. And I would say stuff from this movie and I'd never seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think it's the most quoted movie in the last 15 years. But I think this is when we started to transition kind of more into like the television side. Like when I think of a lot of quotable things. A lot of things we quote still today. I think of TV shows. I think of like Eastbound and Down. There's certain things from like Breaking Bad, The Office. Like I think, but that's How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. All of that is for the most part past 06. So I think a lot of that comes from TV. So, Amanda, you voted for this fucking movie. You tell me, why do you love (laughs) this movie? I'm going to use the six word pitch that sold this movie to Sony. As my reason why I love this movie. Ready? Yes. Will Ferrell as a NASCAR driver. I'm sold. That's all you need. Sony said, hell yeah, we're going to do that. Antonio, you also voted for this movie. How do you feel about this movie? Why do you love it? Why did you vote for it? Because there were no other good movies in the year 2006. <sighs> Lies. And to quote Amanda, it's a good time. Oh, Nice. Listen, I'll be honest. Amanda and I watched this movie together yesterday. And I, it's not that I wasn't excited to watch it or rewatch it again because I've seen this movie many a times. Once you start it, it is a good time. You're just laughing along the way. And there's little things, like I always say, that you don't catch that are funnier this time around versus when you first heard them or vice versa. Something that you didn't think was funny is much funnier now, 15 years later. But I had a good time watching this movie because, yes, it is a good time. So... How do we feel about Will Ferrell? 
what is it? Do we are we fans? Are we not fans? Do we think it's too much? Do we think it's not enough? More hits than misses? What do we how do we feel? I don't really love the type of humor that Will Ferrell does or performs, but I really love Will Ferrell. Like I'm just not a like I know that's so He's like not, he's like the anti or is he like the rock then? Because you're like the rock is the worst actor ever, but I love the but rock. I love him anyway. Yes. So like I still want to see Will Ferrell in movies. But usually that movie is not my, my like, it's not what I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I want to see that movie. Mm. It's not my style of movie, but I still want to see Will Ferrell in, in it. So I feel that if you've seen one Will Ferrell movie, you've seen every Will Ferrell movie. But I will still watch it. Sure. I agree. Dad, what about you? How do you feel about Will Ferrell? Yeah, I mean, it's similar. To me, he's he's very much like Adam Sandler, like. I either like it or I dislike it. There's very few where I'm like meh about. So, Will Ferrell is the Brad Pitt of com- of comedy. What I mean by that is I've said this before and I'll say it again. Brad Pitt is a character actor trapped inside a leading man's body. Brad Pitt's awesome when he's doing like when he's when he is not the absolute lead, when he's like the side character, the supporting character, he crushes it. I think Will Ferrell is a much better guest star like guest like for instance we were talking about wedding crashers when he comes in in wedding crashers it's like a fucking jolt of energy out of nowhere he's got would you call me earlier golden retriever fucking energy he's just like here you go here you go here you go that's the kind of stuff that i like about him i know people didn't like him in the office i thought his like three episode run on the office was kind of funny Mm. i really did i prefer that versus Leading man, Will Ferrell. That's just me. Next question. Sasha Barry Cohen. How do we feel about him? It's the same, I think. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think I think it's completely different. I think SBC has so much more range than Will Ferrell does. Will Ferrell's got like one particular like, like gear. He goes with it and that's it. Whereas Will, like, whereas, and he can be, and he can be um, invested in the bit. Whereas like Sasha Barry Cohen, he is the bit like he goes for it oh oh look who decided to show up what's up brandon how's it going guys oh (laughs) look at that so brandon's joined us awesome 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 brandon how do you feel about talladega nights you know what i well you you missed the discussion but this one doesn't crack my top three will ferrell movies Uh, obviously okay. you start with Step Brothers. you gotta do I love Blades of Glory because Blades of Glory is just so funny to me that's um, in your top three it's 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 probably one of my favorites how do you feel about Will Ferrell you know I I do like some some Will Ferrell I mean I like I said Blades of Glory is is really funny to me kicking and screaming is hilarious old mm. school is a classic we forgot um, kicking and screaming I forgot about yeah, that one no, we, we're talking about that one. Oh, old school yeah come on that's a good that's a great one Talladega Nights is funny. I've I watched it today, found myself cracking up a couple of times. It just doesn't crack my top three, but it's a very funny movie. Yes. Sa- Sasha Baron Cohen. Are you a fan? Not a fan? Love, love Sasha. He's he is hilarious. I, I think he steals the movie with just how comfortable he is, like leaning into some of some of his bits for this. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's he he definitely steals every scene that he's in. Give me, Brandon, give me your best Sasha Baron Cohen impression of him in this movie. 
I, you like my husband? Guerrero <laughs> and yeah. I know. I'm, I'm trying not to do the easy thing at the end. <laughs> it's like Boris Whitaker and Sasha Baron Cohen mixed together. You will meet you at the seat, Bobby. See, he doesn't lean. I feel like he doesn't lean into like the stereotypical, like gravelly French thing, like a lot of people do. Like his was definitely softer. Like it, it was almost more believable in some ways. Jean Girard. No, it, it definitely, yeah, he definitely doesn't lean into the the, the gravity. Like a lot of people do, like the like oh, like oh, like the weird French, yeah, like, gravity yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like and the cook in Little Mermaid. Yeah. Mon ami. <laughs> Exactly. Is there anyone that we would like to replace in this movie? Or is everyone just kind of crushing their parts? A lot of people can be replaced. Yeah, okay. One quick question. What the fuck is Amy Adams doing in this movie? Yes, thank you so much for someone saying that. I was, I when she first showed up, I was like, what the fuck? How did they get her in this? Couldn't believe it. Why are you here? It's terrible. Real quick, running through the cast. Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, Sasha Barry Cohen, Gary Cole, Michael Clark Duncan, rest in peace. Leslie Bibb. Leslie Bibb would be the one person I might look at and be like, mm, I think we could replace you. But I couldn't think of like who I would put in her position. Because she plays the role um, of Carly really well, though. Also, Jane Lynch being in this is wild I, as well. Amanda did not know that that I was her. Amanda, no, it's not that she didn't know it was her. It was like her third scene, and she was like, Is that Jane? That's Jane Lynch. I see the face. I hear the voice. I was the same way. Yeah, I was the same way. I was kept like, oh, Is that? Mm, I don't know. I felt stupid asking the question. I think you could have done. Do you guys think Elizabeth Banks would have been a good replacement for Leslie Bibb? Oh, young Elizabeth Ooh, Banks. Yeah. Oh, young she would have been 15 yes. years younger. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good Ooh. one. Post forty year old virgin when she's got the whale tail showing, Ooh. yeah, yeah, I'm in on that. I'm I'm in on that too. I mean, too. Leslie Bibb is fine, but I like Elizabeth Banks. You know, Leslie Bibb's a badass. Look who she landed in real life. Who? I know she landed in real life. She landed your boy, like Amanda's crush, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Wow. Oh, oh Sammy Rockwell. Really? I love Sam yeah. Rockwell. So you know, Which, she. Fucks. By the way, Gary Cole could have been replaced by Sam Rockwell easily. Yes. I also would have accepted Sam Rockwell as Larry Dennett Jr. Yes. Anybody other than we're, Greg, we're gonna, was it Greg German or Greg German? It's Greg German. We're going to get to him, okay? Because I could have sworn that it was Ben Mendelsohn that played this part. Oh, Ben Mendelsohn would have been good. I don't like the actor I'm about to suggest here, but you could have also put Ben Stiller in that role. Only if Jerry Stiller Ooh. could have been Mr. Denman. Yeah. That would have been good. Dennett. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Denim. Den- what is it? Dennett. Dennett, my bad. Although, you know who does play old man Dennett? No. It's the original Commissioner Gordon from the Tim Burton Batman movies. It's <gasps> before my time. Is it? Oh, I promise you it is. I was just wanting to get Dow to say, <gasps> I was very surprised to discover that this movie was not nominated for any Oscars. However, it won an MTV Movie Award for Best On-Screen Kiss. Mm. It won a Teen Choice Award. And it won an ESPY for Best Sports Movie of 2006. Really? Wow, really, really reaching there. And that's what the- were what was its competition for Best Sports Movie? Yes, I need to know. Uh, Invincible. 
Oh, it definitely didn't beat Invincible. SB 2006 Sports nominees. Nominations for that year. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You were right, Antonio. Nominations. Invincible. Pride. Get this. Get this. One of my favorite actors of all time. Not really. Matthew Fox and Matthew McConaughey. We Are Marshall. Beat that out. Talladega Nights. Beat out. We Are Marshall. Pride. How did that happen? Invincible. Because this movie is a commentary on American culture and how we view ourselves against the rest of the world. True. Because what have we really brought besides Chinese food, <laughs> Italian food, pizza? <laughs> Missionary position. <laughs> David Keckner. Uh, that guy. Antonio, what do you remember thinking the first time you saw this movie? Oh, this came out during... I went through a NASCAR phase in high school. In high this school? this came out right during that. Yeah. I, I had like NASCAR 05 or 06 for the GameCube, I think. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. That'll and do so, it. That'll yeah, do was, it. Was this when I used to go over to your house and play Madden? And get that ass beat? That, that never happened. <laughs> uh, no, I think this would have been before we met, before you conquered my table. I went through sort of like a similar thing where like there was like maybe like a week or two in like my like early 20s, kind of maybe around when this movie came out that I was like, but check out NASCAR. You know what I mean? And then it was just like, mm, I can't watch people do left turns like just all day. I was like, mm, not my thing. But recently I've almost kind of checked into Formula One because of that one Netflix documentary. Everybody is. I don't know what I guess that's for, or what is it not? Formula One, uh, Formula Un. Get it? <laughs> A little fun little thing we always like to do. Who are we in this movie? I think we did we we changed it up, yeah, right? He re, he reworked it. He reworked it. Reworked it, but then reworked it back again. Snip snap. Yeah. Snip snap. Yeah, yeah. Snip snap. Um, I guess I'll go first. Okay. Brandon. I know exactly who you are in this movie. Is it Michael Clark Duncan? Because that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you put that on me. <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> you are texas ranger you are texas ranger bobby and let me tell you why okay mm-hmm. you are a little spitfire motherfucker at times but other times you're just like the sweetest guy in the world oh my god just so wholesome it's true we're watching this movie and we're already thinking in our heads we're like who is who gonna be who is who gonna be and when jane lynch finally breaks those boys and the littlest little carrot top one, I was like, that's Brandon. Little asshole. But then all of a sudden just turns into like the sweetest, nicest little boy in the world. What's the first line he says after he's changed? Oh, I don't God, have it I up. can't remember it. Yeah, I don't have it up either. Amanda, who is Antonio? Antonio is Walker Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> he's the walker to Brandon's Texas Ranger. <laughs> Also known as Dr. Quinn. That was so funny. <laughs> Medicine woman. <laughs> he's the he's the 100% spitfire, and he does what he wants <laughs> when he wants to. Antonio, who's Dow? Lucius Washington. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Why? Because he's not white? Someone, someone on here has to be him. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. I could totally I see... It. Especially in that scene where he tells Ricky, he's like, hey, man, you need to or like you're driving like an angry teenager. I could hear I could see just Dow just saying something like that. 
Who's next? Me. Yeah, who you got? I got you. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, uh-oh. you should be. Who's the true villain in this movie? No, that not this time. Not this wow, time. that's fucked up. Not this time. So for Ryan, <clears throat> I think he is 100% Cal. Shake and bite. Yeah. Like he's yeah. like, hey, can we, uh, can I win? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Because that would but be inside, 11. But, but, <laughs> but inside, he's burning with the fire of a thousand flames. Yeah. Just so like, like. Just ready. But he's like, hey, can I like, can I have fun too? And then. You're like, no. And he's All just right. so sad. And then he sleeps with your wife. I know. <laughs> exactly. Someone didn't love you enough when they were little, did they? I can't hear Brandon saying that. That's one of the quotes. The other one, the other Texas Ranger one I was thinking of is, if it isn't our mangy transient grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll take that as a compliment. Brandon, who, who's Amanda in this movie? Oh, God. It's got to be Reese Bobby and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, I was, go I on. Was de- go I was on. debating between. The, I don't. I don't disagree. I was debating between um, Rick, Ricky's. Uh, I was de- debating between Jane Lynch's character Lucy. I, or, yeah. or Reese. I would have said like, Jane. You know, Lynch. It's, I, yeah, I was all. I, it was. It was gonna be Lucy, and then I was like, no, she's hell no. She's Reese Bobby, but only to to Will Ferrell's uh, Ryan in in this case. <laughs> I also I also feel like Amanda would be like, this feels too perfect. What can yeah. I do to it's fuck this up a little, fuck this up a little bit? I'm gonna Everybody's talk about a little too later. happy for my taste. Yeah. <laughs> like, what oh, can I yeah. say to Ryan right now to yes, bring him down absolutely. a few pegs? Well, yeah. well, yeah. well. All right. So if you haven't seen the movie, it's been 15 years. I'm sure everyone has seen this movie, but if you haven't, appreciate you listening. Antonio, go for it. All right, so we begin in some southern state learning the origins of the absentee father of a young driver named Ricky Bobby. The last thing his father says before disappearing is, if you're not first, you're last. Amanda. Taking this ad- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, taking this advice to heart, Ricky is able to forge that mentality into a successful NASCAR career with a smoking hot wife and dominoes for dinner every night. However, like all true great American stories, a foreigner shows up and steals his job. Ricky loses everything and is forced into delivering pizza on a bicycle until he masters the ability to drive with a cougar in his car, leading to his eventual return to NASCAR with the help of his former assistant turned less hot girlfriend. He earns the respect of the foreigner that stole his job and gets his best friend back, despite not winning the race. I was going to try to sneak in a Simone Biles mentally weak thing in there, but I don't think we have the audience for that. I don't know that no. anybody does. That, but that might put us on the map. NASCAR does. NASCAR has the audience for that. I do want to point out that at the end of the movie, his head doesn't spin from any of the gay. <laughs> Which in 2021, when he drops that line, my, my head's spinning from all the gayness. You could never do that. Did you know that they introduced the the cast was introduced at a nascar event and jean gerard was instinctively booed because of his french name and because of sasha baron cohen in general sure not <laughs> no one in that in that arena is a big fan of sasha baron yes cohen. and 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 it happened to him in another situation 
where he played a gay character for a movie for for the what's the Ali G show? Is it yeah, the Ali G show? I mean, it's playing, a show on HBO. Yeah, so he was playing a character, a gay character in the Ali G show, and he was at a Mississippi Alabama game, and he got booed um, and and threats for being a, a gay person. <laughs> Makes sense. At, at that stadium, he had to switch clothes with his cameraman to le- be able to leave. That's hilarious. The man's an American treasure, but very believable. That happened at the Lowe's Motor Speedway in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. So as we do in every single episode, we always go through our important scenes. Everyone starts from the beginning, the middle, the end. Important, fun, pivotal scenes of the movie. So th- a movie like this, it all kind of felt like it gelled together. So we'll start off at the beginning. Dow, kick us off. So for me, it was the opening scene. It like sets the table for like all of his motivation, obviously his entire life like wanting to make his father proud, like because at the heart of it, this is what this movie's about, right? Like we get that time and time again. And so I just thought the opening scene did a great job of setting that whole, like the motivation for the entire movie. I didn't remember that the movie started off like this. I was, I did not know what we were watching. I thought we were watching the extended kind. I swear to God, I thought the movie started off with like a race, like him racing. So the, all like the backstory and stuff, I was like, I have no idea. I didn't remember any of that. But those scenes are important. Antonio, what about you? What you got? Uh, I got the race scene uh, that leads into the com- all the commercials he does. because It's kind of like a montage of him just succeeding at that level. Getting all these sponsors, meeting his hot wife that he hopes is 18. Because <laughs> you know, that kind of sets you up for the eventual downfall. Yeah, I like that montage. Brandon, do you have anything at the beginning of the movie? The classroom scene which I didn't see that one mentioned at all in our outline. Uh, I mean, that, that sets the whole Ricky Bobby, that sets Ricky Bobby up for life. If you're not first, you're last. (laughs) (laughs) So you and Dow are on the same page. (laughs) Look at Antonio. Antonio over there, just like with that grin on his face. Mine's going to be the dinner scene where they're sitting there with the boys, the father-in-law, the wife, that the whole the prayer dear little six pound five ounce baby jesus it's eight pound six ounce that entire scene to me is fucking hilarious there's something about kids cursing and just talking shit that i find incredibly funny and those two little boys the way they talk to their grandfather and how the grandfather's like i'm their elder and he's like (laughs) it's just so funny because obviously ricky's like the coolest one at the table and like how Dow pointed out to me, like, I'd want to be some part of that conversation. So I'd be like, you know how I view Jesus is with a tuxedo shirt because I like to party. It's like, shut up, dude. <laughs> but I would say some shit like that. That would be me. Wouldn't that, Dow? Yes. You just want to be a part of the conversation, even though nobody's really listening. Have any of you tried to recreate that, uh, that grace speech, like at a Thanksgiving dinner or something? God, no. But I, I ask... Newborn infant baby Jesus, sweet eight pound, six ounce in his golden fleece diapers for a lot of things. <laughs> I, I tried to rehearse that for a Thanksgiving dinner a couple years ago when I had some family from Ohio come down. How'd that go for you? Oh, well, we knew that they were super religious. So my mom was like, hey, I, one of you needs to like, it was either me or my brother's going to have to lead Grace because like she's married to a white person. He doesn't speak Spanish, so it's got to be in English. <laughs> and, uh, and so 
I purposefully tried to remember this one, and yeah, it did not fly. <laughs> not even like a crack of a smile? Dang, no. that's so disappointing. No. Luckily, my cousin picked up the slack. It just, she, she, <laughs> said a very, she said a very nice grace. It was very <laughs> she saved you. Middle of the movie. Dow, what you got? So I picked the cocaine scene, like where his dad's like, there's a pound of cocaine underneath your car. <laughs> like When he's like trying to get his mojo back. Oh, uh, yeah. And it ends up just being like a bag of Lucky Charms or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was actually kind of sweet because it's like Reese trying to be fatherly in the only way he knows, which is to like get his son to love racing again. So I picked that. Antonio? Uh, the wheelchair scene where he's convinced he's paralyzed and he's playing basketball out there. And the doctor's telling Cal he's got to find out at his own pace. <laughs> and then they're like, no, he needs to know. He, he can walk. You know, he wishes, you know, paralysis on, on their kids. Oh, my God. Don't himself. you put that on me. Don't you put that on me. And he stabs himself. And then Lucius gets another knife. To like pivot the one that stuck. Oh out. my god, that scene went on for so long. Not long enough. Yeah, it could have gone so on long. for it another thirty seconds. It was both. It was way too long and it was way too short at the right. same time, and it was awesome. That scene apparently could have gone even longer. Like they played with that for like forever, and they had to cut a bunch of it out. Yeah. Well, you you can tell they improvise. Like you know, yeah. they oh, they sure. just go yeah. off script and they they just roll with it whatever comes to mind shouts to that doctor though that doctor was really funny when can he walk oh he's fine he found that wheelchair in the hall yeah (laughs) he reminded me of like he reminded me of the flight attendant on bridesmaids yeah it's just like the straight character and everybody's just playing off of him and it's so funny Mine was actually that one, the wheelchair scene, but you'd already put it, so I didn't want to double up on it. But (laughs) my second favorite has to be when he's coming home from the hospital and he walks in on Cal taking over his family. Like there's a cutout picture of his face on the family portrait. They're all playing games like they're just some fun family. And he's like, I've been gone for three hours. That shit is (laughs) hilarious. And then it ends with like one of my favorite, favorite, lines of the movie and what just seals and steals the entire scene he's like i came up with a new nickname the magic man now you see me now you don't <laughs> and, and she does it with him that was the best part leslie, it, yeah. yeah leslie bib does it with him yeah. <laughs> that's the stupidest nickname is it ricky is it <laughs> that's the only time where i thought maybe about calling dow if i had gotten dow i would have thought maybe he was cal because i would tell dow that's stupid and dow would immediately tell me is it ryan is it though <laughs> like, Shit, Thank you. amazing brandon you and amanda did y'all have one someone's got to mention the fire scene right oh yeah the accident yeah there you go look at amanda yeah. contributing nice help me jesus that was another scene <laughs> That was way too long, but also way too short. Yes. You could have watched more of that, but at the same time, if it was only 15 seconds, you'd be like, okay, I get like. <laughs> yeah. My question is, who who was he going to, you know, help ask for help for next? You know, he went Jesus, Allah, yeah. you know, yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> the leader of Scientology. Yeah. Which religion's next? <laughs> Brainy, do you have anything? No, the injury scene is, is my favorite scene from the middle, definitely. Or the to, crash, I'm sorry, the, the crash and then subsequent. Now that I thought about it, to add on to the crash scene, 
the announcers are doing a fantastic job of playing it straight when they're like, oh, yeah. he's he's thinking that he's on fire. <laughs> and there's Cal Norton Jr. Now, look, Cal Norton Jr. on his way to help out his teammate. <laughs> he's like, that's a good teammate. That's what you <laughs> yeah. want. Invisible fire. <laughs> oh, no, Ricky. Oh, no. End of the movie. Dow, what you got? So I just picked the final race. All of it was like, that was just so hilarious from start to finish. Obviously, the 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 exchange between Cal and and Ricky at the at, at that, and then when Ricky's like, "Yeah, man, I wish you good luck," and he's like, "I don't understand what you're doing with mind games right now." So I'm just <laughs> gonna keep saying mean things <laughs> to like the announcers and that one announcer who's like interviewing just the wrong people the entire the entire race. <laughs> like we have Larry L- Larry Bird here, and <laughs> it's just like a dude with dreadlocks. <laughs> it's just like, He's like, that's not Larry Bird at all. <laughs> and he just like, how are you doing here, Larry? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, uh, I feel that this was part of the ending scene. Uh, the Applebee's scene uh, where, you know, Mr. Bobby walks out of his family and uh, the subsequent bar scene where he and uh, Susan make love on the table. Yeah. Making weird noises. No white snake in the background. Very disappointing. <laughs> I wonder if they just couldn't get permission. That could be true. Amy Adams looked pretty good in that scene, by the way. Amy Adams has no reason to be in this movie. Mine has to be the intro into the final race. Only because it was a good callback when they called out Cal when he does the magic man. Once again, they call him out and he does like the robot magic man (laughs) kind of thing. I I don't know what it is. Maybe it is because I am Cal that I just think everything (laughs) he does is hilarious. Anybody else have anything for the ending scene or the ending part of the movie, rather? I guess the visit to Jean Girard's house. Um. He was like, is that Mo- who is it that was with him? Most deaf and who? Mo- Elvis, yeah. Elvis Costello. Oh, Costello. Is that Elvis Costello? Most deaf? Yeah. No. New. <laughs> Bibi. Ryan was like, just to clarify, that is. I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> I was born in 1990, not 19. 19- uh, 99. Thank God. Thank God she was 18 when I saw her. Just kidding. Joke. Was I? All right. You Just were 19. Kidding. Deeper plot discussion. This is Dow's little little favorite part of his of our outline. What you got? So the first one I had was like the price of fame and fortune. Because obviously in the beginning, like Ricky Bobby's like a very humble, soft-spoken dude. And then again, the montage scene shows that evolution of like how he fell into fell into his own like fame and like basically just is an egotistical maniac. But like, I thought that was really interesting. For some reason I thought of that, like Justin Bieber song, you know, I was hurting for all those years and nobody cared, like nobody cared and stuff like that. And I I think it's interesting how we, we look at like famous people and don't like humanize them. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting. Now this is a Taylor Swift group. Okay. We don't know Justin Bieber. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, maybe you could equate that to how Taylor Swift feels. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because th- th- there's that one thing where, like, um, there's a Taylor Swift documentary, right? And she's like, how, like, everybody just bashes on her for, like, dating people and stuff. And it's, like, so unfair and stuff. Which is true. Like, you don't allow, like, celebrities and stuff to be human. Like, when somebody's like, well, an athlete shouldn't be an activist because he's making millions of dollars and shouldn't, like, mess up his brand or whatever. But, like, he's human. He should be allowed to do that. 
But I love how this movie, though, does parody that, like how the actual normal person does view a celebrity. There's one really funny line, and I'm going to butcher it because I didn't write it down. When Michael Clark Duncan and Will Ferrell are talking, you got to slow down, you get hurt. Uh, We're not going to live forever. And he's like, oh, I know we're not going to live forever. I mean, I might live to 245 or 300 because of advances in modern science and and my my massive fortune. As funny as that is, there are some people that actually probably think, oh, they live longer because they're celebrities and they've yeah. got, you know what I mean? So it's a it's a cool little play on words as far as like the, you know, fame ver- and fame and fortune, I guess, in this sense. So the next one I had was, is blatant advertising more effective than seamless? Because like the dinner scene where it's just like all the yum time brands are out there and they just keep mentioning them. It's like KFC, Taco Bell. And what was Domino's. the other one? Yeah, Domino's. It's just like it's like how Thirty Rock used to be. Like, oh, we love Snapple, and then they would like turn the the, the like. Is that more? Is that a more effective advertising technique? That is a NAS. That's a that's a play on NASCAR advertising in general. Like you plaster a brand on their car, on their suit, on yeah. their helmet. Like they're a walking billboard, and so this whole movie is meant to be a walking billboard. Just like NASCAR. When he sells the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> they mention how dangerous that is. This sticker's really dangerous, <laughs> right. but I love Fig Newtons. That's right. <laughs> I do love Fig Newtons. And by the way, they're only called Newtons now. I learned that recently. Why? Oh, because they want They've wanna, been called Newtons, they just Newtons distance for themselves. years. Okay. They didn't want to distance themselves from the only fig flavors. They wanted to branch out. I guess, but the figs are the best ones. What do I know? That's I didn't hilarious. realize they made anything but Fig Newtons. That's true. I didn't either. And maybe that's why they changed it to Newtons to try to break that new generation of Newton eaters. Now we're talking about Fig Newtons. Not a sponsor. Yet. Uh, yeah. The next one I had was, is Carly the reincarnation of Darcy from Varsity Blues? Opting out of this question. I don't know what this means. So Darcy is the girl in Varsity Blues who does the whipped cream, uh, the whipped cream boobs thing. And basically she will just date whoever the starting quarterback of that team is because all she wants to do is leave the town. And that's the only way that she knows how to do it. She is a driver's wife. Yeah. Like I'm a driver's wife. You're not a driver anymore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good call. She basically, yes, she is. She is the reincarnation of Darcy. Yeah. Maybe if the world's, those universes were connected that right there, what if they are in the same universe and Darcy just leaves Texas goes yep. to one of the Carolinas. I think, right? We're in North Carolina. Yeah, I think so. Change it. Looks the same. All right. Has a couple of issues, some final destination shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then changes becomes Carly. Darcy, Carly. Sounds the same. It doesn't. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there, Reese Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Just let him have his fun. It's too comfortable in here. Who's the true villain of this movie? Because it's supposed to be, right? Sasha Baron Cohen. Is it? I mean, that's his rival. Like, that's his final obstacle. Like, it, it, from a purely, like, textbook, right, standpoint of movies, it's supposed to be. But it, I don't think it is. It's Larry Dennett Jr. Capitalism. Mm-hmm. Capitalism. All the sponsorships, everything. He had to go in there without a sponsor in the final race. Who's M? What company's M.E.? <laughs> That's you, Ricky. 
Me? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what that is what Adam McKay is trying to say. That's why he comes back nine years later with the big short. Adam McKay oh. did the big short? Yeah. Yes, he did. He did. Huh. Versatile. Yeah, he was an SNL writer, right? Yep. Yep. He was awesome. also Terry, the original driver in this movie. Oh, it is Adam McKay. You're right. Also, oh. also that driver is not in driving shape because no, you still have to be in shape. You do to have to drive be in shape a race to be a driver to, to be a driver. Yeah, those tell, dudes are in shape. Tell that to Tony Stewart. Mm, just kidding. I don't. I don't know what he movie. looks like. <laughs> the next one I had is: Is Cal the ultimate bros before hoes and career guy? Yes, I am. Yes. Like at the end when he's like, let's slingshot. And his drive, his, and Dennett Jr.'s like, take him out. And he's like, are you kidding me right now? It's shake and bake time, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> shake and bake. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely bros before he hoes. Maybe Antonio is Cal. Oh. Not Walker Bobby. Would you have done that? Would you have done that, Antonio, for your bro? Would you have done that for Brandon? <laughs> Would you? <laughs> Would you have slept with someone's wife? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio, this, this is the part of the, the Antonio's cow. He's this he's is, the he's the other side of Ryan's cow. Yeah. This is this is where we need video with these podcasts because Brandon's face went from disgust to absolutely. <laughs> We've got two Cal Naughton Juniors. I rescind my original, my original labeling. Okay, my next one is who would win in a real foot race, Sasha Baron Cohen or Will Ferrell? I think Will Ferrell whoops his ass. What? I think Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's athletic, like deceptively athletic. Where are we gonna like de- apply like those yeah. the 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 terms they give white athletes sometimes? Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to break it to you, but Sasha is not that ethnic. I mean, he's kind of ethnic, but he's not really. Will Ferrell is a former spring training baseball, major league baseball player. Exactly. My That's point. what I was going to go with, too. That's the only reason why I think Will Ferrell. But, like, I feel like Sasha Baron Cohen is one of those actors that plays, like, dumpy characters. But in real life, I bet he's, like, fit. He's fucking, yeah. He's, he's married to Isla Fisher. That just yeah. doesn't happen by magic. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not the magic man. Just no, he's not the magic man. He's not. Over, under, three and a half takes for the kiss scene. Over. Over. Definitely over. 100%. Those dudes just Give made out all day. Give me the over. The gayness was just Because they couldn't sublime. keep a straight face, guaranteed. Yeah, like, like, like that was full send. <laughs> like, yes. like, it was like in Madden when you would do, like, under smoke and you'd send, like, Everybody like on deep <laughs> under smoke, <laughs> like engage eight. Like <laughs> that's one of my favorite plays. There you go, exactly. <laughs> like that kiss was engage eight all day. Like no safety coverage. You're on an island, and you just better hope that your dudes are covering. <laughs> all right. When those five had dinner, they had Domino's. They had KFC. And they had Taco Bell. What would the five of us have as our three for dinner? That's a great question. Obviously, nothing chain related because y'all ain't about that chain life. False. I'm no, about. I'm, totally I'm, 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 I'm about. Food. Yeah, I'm about to blow your mind. Okay, so we're, we're not traveling. We're all in one. No, no. Seat. This is yeah. We're this all is all 
This is this is an advertisement for whatever chain you're three chains you're about to go with. But you go first, Antonio. I'm curious. Oh no, y'all can go first. I got okay. I got Arby's. <laughs> okay. Long John Silver. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's a, that's a good one. And Burger King. I don't remember the last time I had. I love Burger a King. Whopper. Flame broiled. I don't care if they're painted on. Delicious. <laughs> I don't care if those lines are painted on. I love me a, a flame broiled Whopper. Can I say what I wouldn't have? Yes, go. Whatever. That's a hot take? Yes. Oh, he's going to say what a burger. <gasps> Chick-fil-A. Oh, that's, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. 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 I'm here with that. For it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably a hot take to the audience, is, but for us, we're okay with that. This yeah. is not a NASCAR audience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you three, you three pick one. You can each pick one. So Amanda, you pick what? one. Antonio, pick one. Brandon, pick one. Hurry, so we can keep going. In and out. Chipotle. Ooh. Ooh. Just like That's some good. burrito sitting there. That's pretty good. Come on, babe. Speak for the both of us. You know what we'd have. It's Whataburger. Exactly. But also, I wouldn't be mad at some chili cheese tots with jalapenos from Sonic Drive-In. Sonic's good. It's versatile. <laughs> It's way more versatile. You know, than sometimes you just want a corn dog. They're 50 cents on the app some days. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That's such a good deal. All right. Next one. <laughs> We're such a <adult>. dope. <laughs> Let's do some awards right quick. The Tobey Maguire Jordana Brewster Award for the worst actor in this film. Antonio, who do you got? Because I'm really confused. Jason Davis. He's the Waffle House manager. I just wanted to give him a shout out. <laughs> you don't even shout because he was good or bad. <laughs> I don't even remember the Waffle House scene at all. I do. There is no Waffle House. The career day right before. Oh. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, and then he's like, "Do you have any more questions that I should answer about being a Waffle House manager?" <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, I'm with you now. I got you. Waffle House manager would have had more enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, true. Who- they are enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. Who do you got? I got Molly Shannon. I do not agree. How dare you? Strong disagree. I, I like Molly Shannon. You. I did not like her in this movie. What? Yeah. She's perfect in it. She plays the like over the top, overly animated. Like she did that scene where she's in the booth and she's like talking about the vibrations from the racetrack. And I was like, this is the perfect Molly Shannon scene. There is no one else that could have done this. She's a goddamn treasure, Dow. How dare you? Sorry. Superstar. She's great in that. She's so good. Mine's great, German. Fair. We could we could have done better. Fair. What was what was Ben Mendelssohn doing at that time? What was Seth Meyers doing at that time? Said they had like a great value version. They put in this guy. Was Not Seth Meyers relevant at that time? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Was he? He could have been. Similar? I'm not saying. I'm just saying there was something about him I didn't like. He didn't fit. He didn't have the same energy. I just wish we could have done more with him. The Alonzo Harris Award for the best scene. I got the bar scene where Amy Adams, Susan, goes on this huge inspirational speech on Ricky Bobby before they go at it. That whole scene is so uncomfortable. (laughs) In the best way. The best part is he's narrating. Like he's like, oh, she's getting on the table. Like... (laughs) Are we about to get it on? Yeah, like, like it's like. What does yeah. he say? Are we about to get it on? Because I'm hard as a white diamond in an ice storm. <laughs> yeah, in an ice in an ice storm. And I was like thinking, about it, I was like, man, that's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Dow, which one do you have? 
I had the scene after Applebee's when Reese goes through his like little speech about how like the he just can't stand like the perfect because like I felt like it was so funny because every line in the Applebee scene was meant for him to just lose his shit. Yeah. And he did. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was really. I like that one. Mine's got to be the dinner scene. It's the most iconic scene of this movie is the the prayer. Eight pounds, six ounce, baby Jesus. I like to think baby Jesus <laughs> as the lead singer Leonard Skinner. What the fuck? All right, next one, the AC Law, the fourth award. Let's go with you, Amanda. Let's start you off since you have one here. What you got? Um, the version of AC Law, the fourth award I'm using is you show up on screen, you steal the show, you walk off. So my nomination is Houston Tumlin. Wait, you have to tell me who he is because I don't know who he is yet. Walker Bobby, rest in peace. What? <laughs> oh, that's sad. What? Wait, 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 wait. The kid? Yes. Walker Bobby, the older the older sibling. He um it's it's dark. Do we want to go there or do we want to just, just save say it, it right in, now? I need it. I need, I need closure. I he need closure. He committed clo- suicide. He had PTSD <gasps> no. from, from serving this movie? in the <laughs> no, this is actually this is actually his only movie credit. He joined the army and then came back and then he committed suicide oh this, uh, just a couple months ago. A couple like, months no. ago in March. Ryan, why are we doing this? What the fuck? Yeah, and like recently, like Damn. three months and ago, because of something so sad. Yeah, yeah. he served the country. He did. And yeah, I he I, did. Antonio, who you got? I got Molly Shannon. Definition just. High plus minus. I like it. All right, I'll take I love that. it. I'll take that. That is a great basketball reference right there. Almost Alex Caruso esque, but we'll we'll keep it at AC Law. We can't change this again, but yeah, Alex Caruso. <laughs> Dow, who you got? I took Gary Cole. Like he's very much like a character actor, and in this one, they let him cook a little bit. And I thought he did a great job as like Reese Bobby. You know him from Office Space. You know him as Mike yep. Brady in all the new Brady Bunch movies from like the oh, 90s. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Vinny, Vinny? And he was on uh, Entourage. Come on now. Oh, yes. He was on Entourage. Come on now. That dude had a tough break. He did. He fucking crazy wife, hot girlfriend. Just sad. Sad, sad, sad. Mine's Leslie Bibb. Leslie Bibb had a run in there from like 04 to like 2009 with Law Abiding Citizen. Kind of her peak. So she had a good good couple of years and then just kind of faded. Like my boy, AC Law the Fourth, which we hope you listen if you do. We love you, AC. We do. We we tweeted about we you. We really do. We really we, do. Antonio tweeted or the person who runs our Twitter tweeted about you about a week ago when CBS said, name a random college athlete. Perfect. And it was AC Law the Fourth. Perfect. It got a whopping Jerry McNamara. 12-5. 12, 12-5 five. beat that ass. Mm-mm. Antonio knows, not even a fan, but knows. <laughs> the Mark Wahlberg Award for the best acting performance. Antonio, yours is the real answer. I mean, we got to give a shout out to, to our guy, right? Michael yeah. Duncan. He's R.I.P. Awesome. We miss him. Yeah, that one I knew. I know we said earlier about Amy Adams, what are you doing in this movie? I can almost say the same with Michael Clark Duncan, like, Bro, what are you doing in this movie? It was a good surprise. Yes. He's like in a different movie where he's like playing it straight. And then they're just like, hey, Michael Clark Duncan, let's just have some fun in this hospital deal. 
I guarantee you that don't you put that on me like the energy that's all him so glad to see him loved him in Armageddon loved him in the Green Mile loved him in Night at the Roxbury Scorpion King oh yeah oh, I forgot about that so good mine's John C. Riley. I love me some Cal Naughton <laughs> Jr. that's so funny you picked him chicken <laughs> bake he does this every episode I'll let you in on a little secret as to why. Name it. Name it. Shake and bake. Okay. <laughs> here's here's why I love John C. Riley. He's extremely funny, but people don't realize like he is a classically trained actor. The dude is like a real dramatic actor that turned the yes. page and became like mm-hmm. the sidekick almost as you would say of Will Ferrell in the 2000s and even as up, up even up until like 2 years ago when they did Holmes and Watson. Like those two have just been together. But People don't realize, like, hey, he was in The Perfect Storm. He was in Buggy Nights. He was, you know what I mean? He got nominated for an Oscar in for Chicago. Wow. He's a really yeah. good oh, actor. Yeah. Real quick, we'll run through these, since there's so many of them, because we have a bunch of them, because this movie is the most quotable movie in the last 15 years. Quotes, what you guys got? Just shout them out. I got an anecdote with mine real quick. Go for Go. it. Do yes. it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so mine is, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. And so I went to a fancy work lunch once, one of those places where they give you multiple knives and multiple forks. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think I, I used the wrong set on like the opening salad uh, that they bring out. And then as we're waiting for the entree, I guess they took the ones that were intended for the salad away as we're waiting for the entree and I forgot what the entree was, but it was something that I, they brought, they brought it back out. Anyways, um, I finished my meal and I was done. Like it was a short, like it's a fancy meal. So it's not a lot of food. Everyone else is taking their time because they know how to behave at those establishments. And I know I can't put my hands like this, but I also feel weird keeping them like that, like on yeah. my knees. Yeah. And so I'm constantly like going and like adjusting the knife or adjusting the cup. And I'm just like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with my hands. And I was so uncomfortable. And that's why I don't do fancy establishments because I don't know what to do with my hands. That's so funny. That's and good. so relevant. I, I was going to say, Antonio, if I were in your shoes, I'd probably be the same way. I don't know which fork to use. I just... You go outside in and work your way in. Yeah, I still don't like. I actually went on like with a class to go do that kind of stuff, and I still don't know (laughs) what the fuck I'm doing. And I like to sit like this all the time. Yeah, all the time. Hands over the mouth. Yeah, you read the room. You read the room. (laughs) You read the room, and no, no one else is like this. No one else is like this. Like. So you're just like... You're either using your hands to eat or I don't know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> That's funny. What else do you guys got? Shout them out. You, should we give a quick shout out to the ones that we all use on a daily basis that we... Sure. Go for it. realize? Yeah. Um, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah. I don't know what to do with my hands. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Sweet infant, newborn baby Jesus in your ghost manger. I feel like I piss excellence. That was yeah, a good one. That one too. I think those are the common ones, right? Yeah. I also like, oh, I'm going to jump you like a spider monkey. Yeah, spider monkey. That was a big thing back in the day. 
I still say that one. <laughs> yeah. I, all the time. And we use, if you're not first, you're last, at least once a month with our child at a swim meet. Oh. That, that's the Gary Cole. Oh, that's the Bobby. Dude. That's the 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 Reese Bobby, Reese Bobby, Bobby over here that Amanda is. I tell our kiddo, I say, you can be second. You can be third. There's fourth. Hell, you can even be fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I also like Chip. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I love Mountain Dew. <laughs> Shout out to the... Yes, I'll admit, I used to listen to Austin Sports Talk Radio when we lived there. And the one Who that's Who was always, the host of that? Shut up, Chip! <laughs> Chip Brown. And then Ryan already said this one, but like Formula U. <laughs> Formula U. Formula U. <laughs> I like, uh, like a, most of SBC's lines in this movie. I, I wanted to ask. I wrote it down on my thing. These colors don't run. Did that come from this movie? Remember when he's got him and he over the he's got him bent over the the pool table. He's about to break his arm and he's like, mm. "Don't you say it. these colors don't run." I swear to God, I've heard that so many times and I never I don't knew know the, the origin. origin of that. And I'm thinking it's from this movie. It might be the only one that I ever. Was a really, that was a really funny scene too about the crepes. He's like, "They're just yeah. tiny pancakes." Oh, I love pancakes. <laughs> like. <laughs> The only other one I had was, I hope you both have sons. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, articulate yeah. sons. I also like, uh, so when you say psychosomatic, do you mean like he can set things on fire with his mind? <laughs> and then he starts to defend himself after they tell him no. He's like, yeah. it's, it's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> you do love you some Cal, don't you? I do. <laughs> read, read a comic book. Yeah, read a comic book. <laughs> All right, ratings. Since you two kicked us off, or since you two picked it, you go first. Amanda, you go first. Okay, so in season one, I used my ratings essentially as a barometer on the quality of the movie. I don't think this movie is like super high quality. However, I am giving it a four because a thousand percent would rewatch and also would a thousand percent recommend unsolicited. Wow. Are you M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> <laughs> is this the twist ending at the end of the movie? <laughs> Every 30 minutes is a year? <laughs> Ooh, I want to see that movie. Wait, it looks yeah. interesting. No spoilers. Oh, so good. Antonio, yeah. what's your rating? It's a two. I'd watch it. I don't think I would tell other people you have to watch it. You've seen another Will Ferrell movie. You've seen this Will Ferrell movie. <sighs> He's right. It's a good time. <laughs> That's the real M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist at the end. She gives it a four. You see <laughs> that shit? It's a good little bit. That's good. Can you just move that to the end? <laughs> I, I respect that, Antonio. I'm going to do the same thing, man. I can't believe. I can't believe I'm going to do this. Um, what? What? I'm going to give this movie a two. I don't agree. I think this is the first movie I've given a two in the two seasons of this podcast. I think this is the lowest. This and Wild Wild West are the two. Uh, Dow, what you got? Yeah, I'm going to give it a two as well. I mean, like, it's, yeah, I'm sorry. It, it's, I, know, it's, I know you weren't going to give it a four. Yeah, but. there is there is some funny parts. But again, in terms of like the pantheon of Wolf Ferrell works, like it, for me, it's on the lower end. Also, a, a quick shout out to Brandon. Because, like, Ryan hasn't edited the Aliens podcast, but he was like, there's some movies that get better as you watch them. And then he unsolicitedly 
references Wild Wild West as one of those movies. <laughs> and I, in my head, I was like, why is Brandon not here right now? <laughs> Vindication. Like this this director who likes direct, he's directed like a commercial for BMW before. And he's like, Wild Wild West is pretty good. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the, the guy we had on for Aliens was like, pretty good. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's like. <laughs> All credibility. Fucking shot. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Brandon, what you got? What's your rating for this movie? I'm going to give it a three. Um, you know, I mean, it. like I said, it's not top three or top five Will Ferrell movies, but it's got very funny moments. It's, you know, there's a lot of quotable quotes. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those movies that you consistently, like, it's not one of his top five movies, but people bring it up a lot when they talk about Will Ferrell. So exactly. Three. At least to understand, like, the references and culture, it might be important to watch, right? Like, because then you get, like, a background of where some of these phrases are coming from that you've heard mm-hmm. in pop culture. Good little way to end it there, Brandon and Dow. You guys want to do a quick little FMK? Let's do it. Rapid fire. I got three of them. Three, three, three. All right. Three. Yeah, I added one at the end. It's not on the paper. Yeah. I wrote it down. Ready. Fire. Whoever says it out is what we're going to go with. Ricky, Cal, Jean. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. Uh, marry Cal. Fuck Jean. Kill Ricky. You kill Ricky Bobby? Yeah. He's gay, though. <laughs> so? <laughs> you cannot tell me that if you fuck Jean, you're not learning some major life lessons. <laughs> Right. We're going to have we're going to have like Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling type conversations. Oh, yeah. The whole night. <laughs> and when he's like, ooh, ooh, you're like, are you saying uh, like, or are you saying one? Like, I'm confused. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we- Am I gross or are you enjoying this? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't the French notorious for being good in, good in bed? We are. That's something the French probably made up. Uh, next one. Shout it out. Mrs. Dennett, Lucy, Susan. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I'm going to... This one's a thinker. You're going to kill Susan. Yes. Oh! No, I don't... Yes, I'm going to kill... Remember that ass up on the table, though. I don't want to kill... I don't want to kill Lucy, though. I'm definitely marrying Mrs. Dennett. I want that by my side forever. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Bean's wife? Okay. Because... I will always look put together. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you're, which one are you going to fuck? Lucy or Susan? Mm, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck Susan. You're going to kill no, Lucy. Oh, like you're going to kill Lucy? Wow. Uh, wow. Well, anyone ha- y'all wanted me to answer it. Anyone That's, have- fair. That's, That's fair. fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Anyone have anything different? Yes. What you got? Go. Kill Mrs. Dennett. Marry Lucy. Fuck Susan. You would. I'm okay with that one too. Last one. Fire away. Domino's, Taco Bell, KFC, you gotta fuck one, marry one, <gasps> kill one, go. I am fucking Taco Bell, yeah. marrying KFC, killing Domino's. Oh, no. <gasps> what? You had me and then you lost me. You fuck Taco Bell. Yes. Yes. You 100%. marry Domino's and you Although, kill you know KFC. What? Honestly, I could probably kill Taco Bell at this point because they no longer carry the Mexican pizza. They got the nacho fries. Nacho That's pretty fries. Good. That's pretty good. I would say, like, in, in the last 10 years, I would say you marry Domino's just because their pan pizza is, like, really good. Their thin and crispy is really good, too. And the piece of the pie rewards. 
<laughs> Glad we could all be here. Um, I'm not really sure what we have coming up next week. Yeah, it might it's be empty. it might be a random. If there's a suggestion, we'll take it. Who knows? Yeah, if anybody has any strong feelings, speak up. Yeah, right. Then it's a text. Thank y'all. Have a good rest of your week.